0: Welcome to the third episode of the podcast that's growing by leaps and bounds every week. It's the Big Blue Faith Podcast. My name is Dan Lee. I'm so happy to be here with you. And we get to uh, talk about what happened on Saturday. Ay ay. Um, let's start with this. Um, the offense. That, let's go to the good, good part. But the bad part uh, to start the game, A.J. Rose. A.J. Rose absolutely embarrassed the university. Um, he, He should have scored a touchdown easy. He runs past everybody, slows down, puts the peace sign up, and gets caught seven yards before the goal line. He has made UK a laughing stock because of that. And he should be ashamed. Now, should he be benched forever? No. But should he have been benched for the game? Yes. No one person is more important than the whole. And to let him stay in the game was a mistake. It shows a lack of discipline on the coach's part. And speaking of lack of this discipline, I really like Mark Stoops, don't get me wrong, but, and here's a big but, for him chasing referees off the field, what does that show your men? It shows your men to be petty and to blame your loss on something or the referees. No loss is always blamed on the referees. Now, I, I will say this, and, and I don't understand it, but any time a referee on the goal line, let's go back to the Auburn game, and then we can talk about uh, A.J. Rose sticking the ball across the line and getting a fumble and whatever. But if the referees, it's it's in the rule book, if the referees do not see the ball go through and they know uh, across the line and they know um that there's a good chance he did but they didn't actually see it they're supposed to call a touchdown why do they do that because it could be reversed on um uh, on the replay it could be reversed but think about this when they when they say it was short of the line it makes the replay booth have to see everything about the play that the ball crossed the line and the knee wasn't down and they're not going to have a good view of that most times so again usually you give the um advantage to the offense at that point case in point when missouri uh, when when uh, mississippi went down there uh and came close to the goal line, and they didn't see the ball, they called it a touchdown. But under review, it was brought back. Do you see where I'm saying? It, it just is not fair to that point. And a couple pass interference calls were a little ridiculous, but uh, Stoops should uh, always stay focused on the game focused in, in the game plan and not get himself completely turned sideways from refereeing. Again, that causes the team to lose focus at the job at hand. So let's just start there. Um, but A.J. Rose was an embarrassment. He should never have been put back in the game, but he he was. So that shows the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, the seniors that it's okay to be a buffoon it's okay to put yourself before the team so again absolutely unequivocally that was a mistake now he says after the game well I'm not going to give up on him yeah don't give up on him but give him a a, give him a punishment where he won't do it again you know what I'm saying It, it it it's just very disappointing so let's get past that AJ Rose very talented, but that right there made us a lapping stock all over ESPN and the SEC network and what have you. Um, so not a good look, but the offense as a whole. We'll, let's stick with the offense. The offensive line did absolutely wonderful. They they did a great job on the run game, 406 yards, wonderful not an issue. The offensive line is fine. Um, we'll go to the the quarterback. Terry, I you know, um I said in last week's episode that if we get behind, Terry will not lead us back. He just does not have that type of mentality, the the winner's mentality to grab the team up by the neck and say we're not going to lose today he's not that guy we were up 28 to 14 to mississippi and it makes no sense that we let them back in the game uh without terry grabbing these guys by the collar and and saying no i refuse that this is going to happen that's leadership again terry as far as his quarterback play in that game was fine. He, he, he did good on the ground. Uh, he was 14 of 18 in, in the passing game, but they're five yards here, 10 yards there, you know, throw to the right, throw to the left. He did have a couple plays down the stretch that were good to Akeem Hayes. I give it, I give that to him, but everybody's getting mad at Demarcus Harris. Um, for that play where um they went for it and you know it was like i think it was fourth and one or yeah third and one or fourth and one and so they're they're set for the run and all demarcus harris had to do was beat man coverage on the line and get separation touchdown touchdown no it wasn't because Terry Wilson tries to fit the ball instead of throw the ball. He lofted it up there, and it was absolutely underthrown by five yards. If he throws it five yards more down the field, it's a touchdown, and we're not having this discussion about losing the game. But everybody wants to, oh, it's not Terry's fault. If you ask Terry, it would be Terry's fault because DeMarcus Harris had to slow down, let the defensive back catch up with him, and then – leap backward to try to catch the ball and the defensive back had his hand in there. So no, it wasn't, it, it wasn't DeMarcus Harris, all his fault. Should he have fought more and caught the ball? Yeah. I I think that he should have um, used his hands more. I mean, have strong hands, pick it out of the air. Don't let it get to your body. Don't let it get to your chest. But it didn't, it didn't happen that way, but it was a touchdown. Um, uh, I've always said Chris Rodriguez is the man. And I said that to start the year before the year started. And I'll continue to say it because that is the truth. He, and he was rated 8.2 out of 10 in my first episode, and he's rated my top running back on this team. But, and there's really no but, the first game he, he, only got nine carries, I think only in short yarded situations, you know, um, he's supposed to get the tough yards, but do you see what you have in him? He has a burst. He could break it out at any time. Um, and he's got the speed, but here's the thing. He's tough and we need tough. AJ Rose is flashy. Um, but he's not going to get you the tough yards. He's not going to push the pile another five yards. Uh, A.J. Rose is, is good out of the backfield as far as catching balls, so he's useful. Don't get me wrong. Cavassie um, Smoke is a um, you know, big hitter, man. I mean, he, it's great to have him uh, on the field at any time because he is absolutely uh, a touchdown waiting to happen. But... Um, he got hurt, broke a rib or broke the cartilage in in between his ribs. So he's out for three or four weeks, which is terrible. We need to pray for him for a quick recovery. Um, but we've got um, Tisdale or we've got uh, Jutan McLean. So I think from what I'm told, I think that they're going to take nine carries, and divide that up. Um, so to, if somebody's hot, I think they'll put Tisdale in first because h- him being on the team, <clears throat> this being his second year, excuse me for that. Um, but, boy, they 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 really want to see McClain with the ball. They really want to see him with the ball because it's going to be special. I will make this statement. If Jutan McClain gets – carries and it goes like i think it will he will be in the rotation he will be in the rotation long term um it is an absolute great uh, situation for jutan because again this year does not go again i don't care if he played 10 straight games it doesn't go against his eligibility uh and he is going to absolutely show everybody uh who the pro Running back is on this team. I think Chris is going to be a pro running back. I think Jutan McClain is going to be a pro running back. And that's it of the running backs that we have this year. Um, all right. So there's our running backs. It's going to be they're going to start AJ Rose because I've always said that Stoops and Grant are loyal to the core. And he's a fifth year senior and he's going to get the start. Yay for him! Um, he's got big, big hitter, big hitter ability, but uh, he'll get the start. I hope, I hope beyond hope that Stoops at least does this, at least starts Chris Rodriguez to to show AJ Rose that he lost he lost the um, the starting job for at least one game. But it's not going to happen that way. Um, so let's go to the wide receivers um ali had a good game a really good and and i think pro football focus had him rated uh two in the country last week uh for his performance so he had a great performance and uh, again chris rodriguez number one that's all i want to tell you um hayes is is becoming a very reliable uh option uh demarcus harris I'm telling you, he can get open. I think the the moment is just a little too big for him right now. But if they keep playing him, he'll end up being um, our best long threat. I I really we gotta we gotta give him a shot because he's just a freshman, a redshirt freshman. But give him some playing time. Uh, again, Coach Bowe, the wide receivers coach, needs to really work with him on catching the ball with his hands, not letting it come into his chest. Our offensive line, again, were, was just outstanding. Um, our tight ends blocked very well. I was a little um, disappointed and and Upshaw Keaton. Um, he did not show a burst. He did not show separation um he was slow coming out of his routes out of his cuts he was slow um kind of methodical and and trudging which i thought he would be more quick but maybe it's just that game but um you know Justin Rig uh did a good job and Justin Rig is Justin Rig he's going to not win any uh, races but he's very very good blocker and he's very long and he catches the ball if you throw it to him. So um, we're okay at tight end. But again, Akeem Hayes on the wide receiver side is coming to his own, and I think he's going to be um, a a good uh, complement to Josh Ali. But guess what? Finally, the number one wide receiver that I had rated preseason – Bryce Oliver, I truly believe he's going to get to play this. From what I'm hearing, going to get to play this week. It's he's had a hamstring injury, and those things can linger, um, but I think that he will actually play this week. And he is better than Josh Ollie. I'm 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 saying it. Um, if we can get Bryce on one side and Josh on the other, and Akeem Hayes in the slot, along with um, Isaiah Cummings, which is a freshman. I can't wait for him to get his shot. Uh, I think he's on the depth chart this week, number uh, 84. Um, number one in your hearts, number 84 on the field. But he, for, out of Louisville, Mayo, he is going to uh, do some really good things once he gets more playing time. But, again, Demarcus Harris, uh, don't give up on him yet. He's going to make you proud. Uh, he just needs to catch the ball away from his body. Um, so now we get to go to the defense, yikes. Um, a lot of people are not saying what the true problem is. And the true true problem is we've got, you know, remember when I said Vito Tisdale had an issue with COVID and that's why, you know, and nobody had said anything uh, to that point but Kyle Tucker now um, has uh, let it be known that COVID was a big problem with the uh, defensive backroom, uh, bigger than what people think, um, to the point where they've lo- they lost probably two weeks of practice off and on different people. Um, and that, uh, that made, made, a, made a difference. But what I saw Saturday has nothing to do with that it has everything to do with tackling and attacking they are not confident in the scheme okay they play three deep they play uh, zone um, they play cover two they play cover three they're not confident in the communication factor again When you're a defensive back, it's vital that you communicate out of zones, in and out of zones. You know, you yell to the person in the middle zone if you're on the left zone, left quadrant, here he comes, or something. There will be a call sign letting them know they've got somebody coming from their side to take their – they sit back almost and wait for somebody to catch the ball, and then – they're not attacking at that point they're chasing. So if we can get the defensive back room to, we're going to play zone against Mississippi state. We have to, because you can't play man to man against the air raid. You can't do it. You'll lose. Well, that's what LSU did the first week and they lost by a million. Um, They gave up so many yards, but you do have to play zone uh, against Mississippi state in the air raid, Mike Leach, but and and you'll te- you'll see this in the first quarter, okay? In the first quarter, if you see, and they're going to catch the ball. But if you see our defensive backs once they catch the ball, attack, tackle, secure, like right now, and they seem focused and they seem to want to rip somebody's heads off, head, head off, and put them to the ground, and you see a beeline a straight line to the receiver and knock him if you see that we're in good shape. if you see them uh mississippi state catch the ball and then we're chasing them down the field it's going to be a long 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 night which is uh, i can't take another one of those But, again, if you see them catch the ball and somebody's beelining beelining it to them and taking them to the ground right now, we're going to win the game. If you see them being chased down the field, we are not going to win the game. Um, The one thing I touted in preseason was boss man fat. It's not that boss man fat doesn't have talent. Uh, He has plenty. Uh, He is right now frustrated um, over his own play. He's always played with the edge, and he's always played verbose and wants to brag and blah, blah, blah. That's part of his confidence. I hope he's learned from the last two weeks. We need to see... What he's all about on the field before he needs to go to Twitter and needs to go here, and needs to go there. He needs to earn it on the field, and he can earn it on the field. Um, I just think there's a lot of communication mix-ups uh, right now. Um, I don't. I, I think um, Yusuf Corker calls the uh, de- defensive backs um, their plays, but. Um, it needs to be forceful. Um, and again, we don't. The, the problem with ba- boss man fat is he tries to make the superhero play. And you can't do that in his zone. You can't do that. You can't leave your teammate out in the open because you're out of position. Right. So he's he has to be more disciplined. And, and let's get back to that. He needs to be more disciplined. We as a team, need to be more disciplined. Our coach needs to be more disciplined. Um, That is what this team has been about the last two to three years. Um, There's been great leadership. You know, you had the Josh Allens, Benny Snells. Uh, I think we have leadership on this team, but they're offensive linemen, okay? Okay. you got Drake, you got Landon. And I think Joshua Paschal is also a, a leader. But again, the two that, uh, and Luke Fortner, it's hard to get leadership from an offensive line group um, because you almost have to be the guy. You almost have to be the star. You almost have to be able to show yourself uh, out. By yourself, making a play, offensive line plays together as a group. You know, five finger fist, man. They all play together, but that's our leadership. Our leadership is coming from them. We don't have. It should be our quarterback. And I don't want to keep downing Terry. I, again, Terry played well uh, this last game, but as soon as we, as soon as we got behind, we were done. And, and that's what I said last week. But we need our quarterback to be a leader. And it's not happening. I mean, to me, um, if Tim Couch would have saw A.J. Rose do what he, what he did and Eddie Grand sent him or Mark or Eddie sent him back on the field, Tim Couch would have sent him back off the field. I promise you that. A good leader would have said, I don't need him. He's out for himself. Get me somebody that's part of my team. Uh, But you didn't see that. Okay. Uh, A quarterback needs to be in their face saying, do your job. Let me do my job. And this is, and we're going to win this game. Watch me. I'll lead you down. And Terry, a lot, let's face it. Most of Terry's damage was on the, on the run, on the ground. Look. Look. He's a great runner. Don't get me wrong. From the quarterback position, he's a great runner. But guess what? We've got enough running backs. We don't need any more running backs. We've got enough. Now, the Q running game is nice to have, right? But not. we don't need it. We need a quarterback to be a quarterback, to be the guy that they worry about going deep, that is a pinpoint passer, Ready to take advantage of what can be taken advantage of when you have a great run game, right? So um, we don't have that uh, again. 14 for 18, but does he scare anybody? Does anybody come into Kroger Field and say, "Boy, I'm scared of Terry uh, beating me by the pass, man"? We we really no, they don't. They have no issue with that. They're saying, "Let him throw." Because he's going to make mistake before we get hurt. Um, it's just going to be that way. Uh, so with that being said, Terry needs to be the leader, but it's not his fault. Some people just don't have the leadership quality. They, they don't. Um, but this is an undisciplined team, and we need leaders on the field. And that's what I don't see. You know, I don't see a Wesley Woodyard. Believe me, if anybody would have done what boss man fat did, like, you know, pushing the guy against Auburn, getting a personal foul. Do you not think Wesley Woodyard would have went right over there, grabbed that face mask and got on him and told him how life was at UK? How to you need to be um, proud to wear the state of Kentucky on your chest. That's not what this state is all about. Wesley, Woodyard would have done it in a heartbeat, right? And again, we don't have that out there. You know, Josh Allen would have said something, right? Um, So we just need leaders on the field uh, right now to show uh, the freshmen and show the people on the field how we play at UK, how we attack at UK, how we tackle at UK, how we don't miss tackles at UK. Right, so I have faith in us, big blue faith, that we are going to have a good game. I'm. I cannot guarantee any victories. Uh, I. I just can't um, because we're one dimensional. Semi one dimensional with Terry Wilson at quarterback. We're a running team, right? And Mississippi State is built to stop the run. They play a 3 3 5, three down linemen, three uh, linebackers, and five DBs, right? If we had a quarterback that could throw people open, not just when they're open by 10 yards, throw it to me, Terry. Yeah, forget that. Throw somebody open. Um, If we had Bo Allen back there, maybe with a year of experience, I'll give him that. uh, We would win this game two to three touchdowns. Two to three touchdowns, but we don't. Uh, So this game is going to be tight. Um, I think that they're not going to – they're not really going to be able to completely stop us on the ground. Their defense only gives up 71 yards, or something to that effect, on the ground. But I think that has a lot to do with who they played. Um, but uh, we're going we're gonna to impose our will on them just because of who we are. We have the best offensive line in the SEC. I don't want to hear about Tennessee, and I don't want to hear about Alabama. I just don't want to hear about it. But we really have no um, – nobody is scared about us going deep. Um, so that is going to hurt us long term. Uh, I truly believe if we don't turn the ball over and we get one turnover, if we could just get one turnover, we'll win the game. If you see them on Saturday get one, please get one turnover, we will win the game. Um so we need to get ahead and we need, we need to stop to start the game. So, miss here's here's what I'm p- predicting. I'm predicting Kentucky 34 Mississippi State 28, okay? And I truly hope I'm right. Um but uh it has everything to do With the ability to stretch the field uh, against this defense. Um, So Kentucky 34, Mississippi State 28, and let's look like we've been there before, Kentucky. Let's wear that uniform with pride. Wear it as Kentucky, Kentuckians go to work every day and they work hard and they, and they, say their prayers and they do the right, just wear the uniform with pride and a work ethic and tackle. All right. Defensive backs. If you just tackle and have that, you've got to have that passion to tackle. You've got to have a passion to get to the ball and bring that guy down. If you see them again, the first catch, second catch, and we, knock them to the ground pretty good, we're going to be in pretty good shape. If you see them chase them down the field, it's going to be a long night. So go on, UK. Get this victory. I'll be back next week. And wait till I tell you uh, how we're going to beat uh, Tennessee next week. Whatever we do this week, we do this week. But I'm telling you next week, We're going to beat Tennessee um, if nobody gets hurt. All right. Thank you for listening to the Big Blue Faith Podcast. I'll pray for you all. I'll see you next week.